This is the Hoff Time Report with Idaho Freedom Foundation President Wayne Hoffman, one of Idaho's most respected, influential public policy voices. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. It is again your loyal host, Wayne Hoffman, coming to you from the Hoff Building in beautiful downtown Boise. Today we're going to discuss Boise Mayor Lauren McLean's very overreaching edicts and how you can get around them. But first, let's tell you how you can stay in touch with the liberty movement here in Idaho. And I'll tell you, I'm not shocked at all that Facebook and Twitter are at war with conservatives. These companies have an agenda, and they're silencing folks on our side. Lots of conservatives are moving to Parler, which makes sense. Except that platform, for all its promises to protect free speech, is also susceptible to censorship. So that's why we have our very own text program. We own the content we deliver to you, and it doesn't run through the big tech companies. We own all of it. So no censorship ever. And I want you to join. Please don't hesitate to get involved. Text the word INDEX, that's I-N-D-E-X, to this phone number, 208 514 Four four eight zero. It's all you have to do. One more time. Text INDEX to 208-514-4480, and you are on the censorship-free text list. Now, let's get to today's topic. You don't need to wear a mask. I make that perfectly clear. Please remember this. You do not need to wear a mask. So when you're confronted And if you live in Boise particularly, you will be confronted for not wearing a mask. But please politely decline. You can note that each of the government orders that have been issued requiring masks come with broad exceptions, and those exceptions are for health conditions. So if you have a medical or mental health condition that prevents you from wearing a mask, And you might. It's a personal matter, and you're not required to explain that or supply any kind of proof of your condition. Refusal to comply is a big act of civil disobedience, and I hope you'll consider doing it, especially now that Mayor McLean has decided to take taxpayer resources and use it to the apprehension of mask law violators and the shutdown of business co-conspirators. There are more of us than there are of McLean's minions. Please keep that in mind. So go out, go to the stores and go to restaurants, mingle, congregate, do whatever you want. Greet your fellow travelers and use your beautiful, naked, fully uncovered, fully human, fully free smile. Let's call her mandate out for what it really is, which is a charade. For those of you who didn't see my last column, and you might not have because most news outlets, in quotation marks, refuse to run it because we question the wisdom of the experts, masks are mostly a tool of risk communication 101. The theory goes that if the public is given something to do, they'll feel empowered and less fearful. That's not to say that there isn't some mask somewhere that hasn't prevented a virus from escaping a person and reaching another person. But what it's to say is that the real magic in a mask is the illusion, just the illusion, that it's stopping the coronavirus from getting out and hurting people. Obviously, it's not. And if you look at the statistics from anywhere in the country, places that have high mask utilization, they also have 
high COVID infection rates. I want you to listen to the words of a guy named Peter Sandman, who's a crisis communications consultant. I know this guy because he was the lead lecturer at a pandemic planning conference I attended in 2005. That's when I was, yeah, I worked for the state of Idaho, and yeah, I helped develop the state's pandemic response plan. He said, quote, at minimum, you can give some people the sense of control by suggesting something they can do. Hmm. And he also said, action is a powerful antidote to denial, panic, depression, and paranoia. Finding something you can responsibly ask people to do in an emergency is a major, not minor, task, one well worth planning for in advance. So that's actually what's happening here. Sandman had also lectured that he believed that optional was better than mandatory and forbidden. I remember him actually saying that during our sessions in 2005, and you noticed that most government agencies skip over that part, and they go right to the lockdowns and business closures and bans on gathering and face coverings. I have to give a lot of kudos to Dr. Roger Hodkinson. He's a Canadian virologist. He scolded officials in Edmonton, Alberta, because they were working on their own Rona response efforts. And Hodgkinson's to his, to his credit, said masks are utterly useless, and he condemned people for walking around like lemmings and obeying without any knowledge. Here's a clip. There is utterly unfounded public hysteria driven by the media and politicians. It's outrageous. This is the greatest hoax ever perpetrated on an unsuspecting public. This is not Ebola. It's not SARS. It's politics playing medicine, and that's a very dangerous game. So, I mean, I don't know how else to put that into, into more stark words. I mean, he recognized this for what it is. All this is is a risk communications tool. Masks are designed to, as Dr. Sandman said, uh, give you a sense of control by suggesting something you can do and preventing you from getting into that rabbit hole of denial, panic, depression, and paranoia. Our state constitution starts out with the words, we remain grateful to Almighty God for our freedom. And as was said in the Declaration of Independence from Pandemics that we put out for the Freedom Foundation, the fact that a pandemic may or may not be occurring changes nothing about the meaning or intent of the state constitution and the preservation of our unalienable rights. A couple months ago, I and hundreds of other Idahoans resolved to uh, disobey any order issued in the future that abridges our rights. And unless they honor and recognize and uphold without reservation or equivocation our God-given rights, we will not do anything except ignore those edicts. So now we have an order that does exactly that. And I'd encourage you, if you haven't done so already, go online and sign that Declaration of Independence from Further Pandemic Orders. It's on idahofreedom.org. And let's all resolve to honor that commitment to freedom so that it will be preserved not just today, but for generations to come. I'm Wayne Hoffman. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to the Hoftime Report with Wayne Hoffman. Be sure to visit IdahoFreedom.org for Wayne's articles, IFF research, and show notes from today's episode. 